our friends are hospitalizing something as I am awake at sometimes in now. Five eleven high. Um so I can't do ASMR soup because no, I'm not willing to get out of my bed, but I can do ASMR carrot. <laughs> why? Why do you why do you why can I do that for my bed as I'm chewing on a carrot right now? Because like, um, how do I say this? Uh, I bit the side of um, my cheek, the uh, inside of my cheek, I think when I slept last night. And so, you know, I think that makes it hard. You know, there are these, uh, to call like inserts in your teeth that you can put in in case you do like bite the sides of your, the insides of your mouth. Because sometimes, I think people do that because, um, I don't know, I think that it's like a sleeping condition that like shows anxiety or something. I, I had it pretty bad, like for a week or something when I was um, um, back in America a long time ago. But um, so I had bought these things from CVS that were intentionally for that. And um, it's just like inserts, like plastic that like helps keep your teeth away from the sides of your mouth. But um, in like during the nighttime or something, I don't remember the exact terms here. So it's been so long since this has happened. And I was like, this is no way for me to sleep because I can't sleep because I'm going to end up biting on it again and ex exacerbating ex it. If you can hear my stomach, 10 points to you. They're baiting it, so I was like, "What can I? What can I? What? What? I don't have these things here. I didn't bring it. Like my separator, plastic, whatever. I'm like, what? So I was trying to think of what could I use to separate that inside of the cheek from my teeth, and um, I don't know. I feel like a genius for figuring this out." Did it work? I'm not even quite sure, to be perfectly honest. But if all I know, it didn't dissolve, so it kind of worked, maybe. But that part of my cheek still hurts inside, so I hope I didn't bite on it more. That would suck. But ultimately, before I went to sleep, I bit. I was like, I have a carrot. <laughs> so I bit a side of a carrot, like. And then I just put that piece, um, put my cheek between my cheek and then my teeth. Like, this is gonna work, probably. I mean, it didn't dissolve, but then I started chewing on it around like I think 4 a.m., to be honest. But then I had the idea, I'm like, oh wait, I do ASMR care. I kept chewing on it. I'm like, no, this is bad. I need to open my laptop and record while I chew at the very least. <laughs> well, it's all gone now. It didn't work. Um, I can't tell. I actually feel like I might have to do it for one more night. 
uh, for that part of my cheek to heal. Mm. What was I gonna do? Yeah, I was gonna do ASMR soup. And oh yeah, yesterday though, I went to the supermarket. Okay, so I've been looking forward to this. Um, so in Hokkaido, there's a thing called. So in Hokkaido, wait, hold on. Okay. So in Hokkaido, there's a thing called winter cabbage. Um, and basically, it is cabbage grown underneath the snow. It's they grow it between December and January, I guess, because um, I kept asking my friend Hero about it. I'm like, when are they gonna sell it? I want this. So I, I, I don't know if you know me at all. Like, I love cabbage, and I love specifically Hokkaido cabbages. Um, I mean, they're just so sweet and delicious. And but apparently, my friend. The winter cabbages that are grown under the snow in Hokkaido are particularly really sweet. That's what they're known for. But anyways, they have like a particular taste compared to other cabbages. I'm like, I need it. I need to know. I need to try this at least once. But the thing is, I already have a lot of cabbage already in my refrigerator that I haven't eaten just yet. But I went to the supermarket and this was not my intention. Recently, I've had bad digestion, so I've been eating really easy vegetable foods. So I think I was like trying to buy something else. But then I was just looked at the cabbage section because you know I heard from my friend that you know they might be put out soon in the certain supermarket that I usually go to, and I'm like, okay, okay, I'd check it out. And um, I mean, it's not like they had this big sign or anything, but uh, they had like this small sign. It was like. A half of a piece of a winter cabbage being sold. I swear. I was like, oh, Jesus. This is the time. And you know, the thing is, like, when you look at that cabbage, though, man, it is huge. Because, oh, you know, they have other cabbage. They have the regular cabbage that they always sell and I usually buy. I always buy half a piece because it's kind of an, it's always like, I don't know, buying a whole piece is fine sometimes. But I think the cutting process of it annoys me sometimes. If it's half a piece, I don't really need to cut as much. Which sounds dumb. But, um, what was I thinking? Yeah, so, I was looking at this uh, winter cabbage getting super excited. But, then, uh, you know, you can see the di size difference. I mean, ultimately, you know, there's, there was this post before in Japan, too, and there was this like, article where um, this um, person, I think it was this person in Sapporo, I don't know if I told this story, is uh, put a cabbage on their cart. And the carts are pretty small compared to, I don't know, I guess, um, America. But America, the carts are particularly too big, in my opinion. I mean, I, I've lived in England before, too, and I swear, their carts are exactly the same size as Japan. So I think it's just America that loves to have these big fucking carts. <laughs> Shopping carts. And um, anyways, but like, so the carts that you, know, you can put a basket on and whatever. But so they put just that cabbage on and it filled the whole side of the whole cart. And they took a photo. And then um, I guess other people from other parts of Japan were like, what is this? I've never seen a cabbage this big before. 
which I think is a lie because I've seen cabbage that has been sold from iJiken and I'm like, wait, this is the same size. I swear to God, all the cabbages in Japan are big like this, but whatever. But in this particular article had like blown up because this is quite normal and pretty much, I guess, some, I don't know. I don't believe it though, because I have seen cabbage as big as that before in other parts of Japan, but I just don't get it. But anyways, it was just like kind of that big article at the time. Only big as in like it got popular because um, the cabbage was so big and it's normal in Hokkaido. And then, yeah, I guess one of the good parts of Hokkaido, which I love. Um, what was I saying? Yeah, so I was like, okay, I need this cabbage. And even though I was thinking at home, the two, two bags of cabbage I already have, I haven't eaten yet. And I'm like, oh no, shit gotta do something about those but i need to buy this because there were only two left only about that half of it because i'm like I, I put the two halves together just to see if i could buy the whole cabbage and i'm like no this is humongous like even for a normal cabbage in Hokkaido, this is humongous and i could see like um because i think it's the water content truly from it being grown under the snow because basically yeah you could see just like the difference because you know the cross section of the cabbage you know the thickness between the stems even is huge and it's like yeah there's definitely water content in here that's changing the size of this cabbage anyways so i got that cabbage <laughs> Um, and I brought it home and everything. I had been making um, kongi or whatever rice bread. Yes, yeah, I told you I had Man, I'm just being like an old person and it's fine. I'm an old aunt, I guess. Whatever. That's a brand here, right? But I guess it's actually true now. Because it was pretty bad. My digestion was really bad at some point. Um, but making the kongi or the rice porridge. I, it's the first time I've ever done it, but it's only really lazy. Like, it was really, really lazy. I just put um, stock in a rice cooker. And then uh, and then um, once it cooks, like, obviously all the stock dries up. And it just becomes really mushy rice, right? But then I put more water in into it. And then run it again. And thankfully, when it runs, it can't dry up all of the water. So it does become more runny. So it is like kind of like porridge, although I did freeze some washed grains, um, washed rice grains, because apparently there's a scientific method that using frozen rice breaks up the rice if you cook it on the stove. I mean, I don't think I can do that today. I have plans, so I can't really eat this the remainder of my porridge. But it was really good. I recommend you guys. I was like thinking when I was because you know every rice cooker kind of makes a sound in Japan particularly but I don't know I'm trying to remember if my rice cooker at home like growing up made a sound when they finished cooking rice. I don't think so I think it was more low-key um but this one makes a sound like doo -doo 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 or something but oh one of those other sounds it makes like a steaming sound i don't think my 
old rice cooker when I was at home made this large steaming sound. I don't know why this one is so aggressive. <laughs> but um, the steaming sound it makes, it's like, wow, the sound of steam from my rice board is the sound of warm love from your mother. I mean, I, I guess it's the reason why I thought that is because I've only made, I've only eaten rice porridge made from my mom. And the thing is, she always made it so plain, God forbid. <laughs> That's because um, she didn't use stock, she just used water. And it was always poor, like when I was sick and stuff. And so I think she's like, if you want any flavor, <laughs> Just put soy sauce on it, and which I love to do. Soy sauce is my favorite um thing to put on it. Um, sometimes I would put uh just pepper and stuff, but you know black soy sauce. Um, right, plain rice porridge was sometimes why I like to go because it would change the whiteness of the porridge to black, and I was like, I like this when I was a kid. I like the change of that color. Oh no. Well, that was basically my day yesterday, and I recommend you today, if you are feeling um, a little cold, make yourself some rice porridge either on the stove or on the, in the rice cooker. I mean, it doesn't have to be 100% guaranteed Chinese rice cooker, I mean Chinese um, rice porridge. I've never, I think I've made official Chinese rice porridge in my life eating it until there was this Chinese restaurant in New York um, where they sold rice porridge and I did not know that for so long only went there once I do not know why I didn't remember this restaurant I some Chinese um, roommate at the time had shown me this place why didn't I remember it I only remember it when I don't live in New York anymore and I'm like, why didn't I ever go there again? Because it was so good. That place was so good. And it only sold like traditional Chinese breakfasts like rice porridge. And what was that? That fried dough thing? Thanks for listening, you guys. As always, good night. Good morning. I'm sleepy. But awake.